リンクスタート先輩先輩キツライダイオディズリスコミラビンオンハダイシステイウェットホーシャディソコワイエウェダイフォーライデンワチンタイオーデンタイウェッ What up, weebs? And welcome in to another riveting edition of the Anime Senpai Podcast. I am your humble host, Alexander Teicher, as I am coming to you live from the beautiful city of Los Angeles, where the angels rest their weary heads. And it is currently almost midnight, and I just finished in a riveting two radio shows here at Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, and Premier Radio Networks. And I thought to myself, you know, You know what? If I'm already going all the way out to LA on a Sunday, I might as well bring my equipment and record this show for you live outside of my bedroom. And I actually have pants and a shirt on. So this is actually a fun experience. And the best part is, is since I'm in a soundproof studio, I can hold the microphone away from me and go, start spreading the news. I'm hosting a podcast tonight. We're talking about these animes. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. That might have been really loud. I'm not going to know until I go back and actually edit this podcast. But as you can tell, I'm super hyped. I'm super excited. And I want to thank personally each and every one of you for coming back for another beautiful and riveting show. And especially to the haters, because I just noticed that since I'm about five episodes in now that you're listening to this one, I actually have a bunch of negative reviews already on the Apple podcast side. And I freaking love it. I love that after. After one episode of some hot takery, and I'm telling people an actual fact that One Piece is not the greatest anime ever made, they lose their bananas and they go, Oh, how dare you speak ill about our religion? It's our cult. This is our grandmother's following. If you detest our religion, you shall burn in anime hell. <laughs> I think it's crazy. And you know what? Hey, shout out to my haters because they're my biggest fans. Thank you guys for listening and leaving a rating, even though it was a negative one. (laughs) So I hope everybody's doing well. I hope every one of you is thriving in every way possible. And since I am in Los Angeles and it is Sunday night as I'm recording this, if you guys did make it out to any of you that are local or flew into the Anime Expo that is here in LA right now, I am mad jealous because unfortunately I could not go because this entire weekend has been booked. Uh, Saturday, I was up at Crestline enjoying some good company at this uh, lake, and we had a fireworks show and great dinner out there. And then today and tomorrow on the 4th of July, I'm running radio shows and producing and helping the on-air talent and so much great stuff that I could not get to this Anime Expo. And here's a tease, though. For any of the new expos that are coming up, you should look for me because I actually get to go in as a media credential because I do work in media. I know it's crazy, right? And since I host this anime stuff now, it's kind of like getting into the door a little bit quickly and it'll be a fun way for me to bring you guys some more fun content and uh no shade to the other creators but i feel like a lot of them go to these events because they're running out of stuff to do <laughs> and you can tell because if you go to a lot of these people's pages they're either just constantly uh replying to people's comments or stuff or they're just posting like little vlogs of their days and they're just like what's up guys you know this this, this. it's like okay i need content i need you to be giving me something creative and i have some great stuff planned for this week ahead so if you don't follow me on TikTok, talk yet you should go ahead and check it out it's all one word anime senpai podcast and so here's a tease for a couple things coming up on that side i actually did some in-depth research and i'm going to be doing the history of anime within a three minute video and if people like it enough i'll do a couple more parts as well and then i have some other stuff like my top 10 i finally put it down on paper plus some other good ones that i can't give to you all right now just yet because i feel like i'd be doing it a disservice But I also have the completion of the uh, 10 horror animes and also the iconic Aaron Yeager quotes I've been doing, which has been a lot of fun. So thank you guys for always supporting everything and anything I do. So besides that, life is great. Everything has been amazing. Happy 4th of July to anybody who's listening to this on Monday when I release it. Please be safe because I think I saw a statistic that said about 1,500 people get injured during their fireworks being set off. So don't blow off your fingers. Don't blow off your face. Don't 
hurt yourself or anybody around you just to shoot off some fireworks and a lot of people do it illegally i promise you this i've seen a lot of fireworks i've seen a bunch i saw some yesterday i think i'm cool if i don't see any more too so just letting you guys know it just be careful don't don't blow it all away just to blow up some stuff so be very calm about that um there's also some fun news that's coming out about the trigun announcement hunter hunter solo leveling the spice and wolf remake which i'm super super yoked about there are so many things coming out for anime right now you guys literally don't understand the precipice of what's happening we're literally on the teetering effect about to just skyrocket into space we're literally on that rocket ship and it's counting down from a hundred to one and we're still at like 30 on the countdown we are nowhere near how big anime is going to get out here it is just now becoming acceptable out here in this western culture within the last 10 years it's insane to me that we're literally on the cusp so be ready it's going to get crazy and by seeing the crowds that were at anime expo here in la and how it was literally sold out and on the first day the fire marshal and police officers came to the scene and stopped letting people in because of how many people they were and hopefully they were handing out deodorant because there was a bunch of smelly ass weebs and i hope you guys know this this is a public service announcement so please listen to this everybody when you go to an event or you go into a building or you go out to dinner or you visit friends or family i understand showering can be difficult i understand deodorant might not be the most comfortable for you to wear and it might actually irritate you so invest the good money in some actual deodorant that doesn't have any magnesium or metals or any of that bullcrap in there just get some good stuff that's good for your pits and just wash your balls and take a quick shower because nobody and i mean nobody wants to smell your bo <laughs> i'm just being open and letting you know discreetly because when you're in a confined space with hundreds of thousands of other people or just on a dinner date this goes the extra mile because my guys out there we love when the ladies smell great right well let's return the favor and make ourselves equally smell as nice you ain't got to be all musty dusty all of a sudden right away let them build up to that you know what i'm saying like if you guys have a little aftermarket party a little bit after bruquet in the bidet then you can get a little musky but before that little scissor starts happening you can't get lost in the sauce before the pasta is even done the noodles are still cooking slow your roll <laughs> public service announcement by your anime senpai truly <laughs> so there's so much fun there's so many new announcements there's so many things coming out that as i looked at all this and i saw the fandom of anime and i kind of listen to people as they're talking now and a lot of these fans now coming in they're very hyped up on modern day animes the new gen stuff that's coming out most of them have never seen any of the older stuff the only ones they have seen are the big ones so you'll see them talk about bleach naruto one piece uh, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, maybe, Inuyasha, stuff like that. But you won't really see them talk about the ones that are more discreet. You actually won't see them talk about smaller ones that are actually maybe new gen and older gen, maybe 10 or 20 years in the past, that are actually really good shows. So I thought to myself, for today's episode, why don't we do something fun? And what I mean by fun is, why don't I go through, and I have a list of a bunch of animes that I truly believe are the best shows to give the normies. That's why I wanted to call this episode Animes to Convert the Normies <laughs> because there's going to be a lot of people who are interested now in this craft and in this field because we have all grown up here in the Western civilization with cartoons, with our own animation style. And so anime and the history of anime goes back so far, it literally goes to the beginning of the 1900s. I did a bunch of research and I can't wait to do an episode on anime history, but it's been around so long, not until the 1980s was it actually possible popularized in Japan and became mainstream for them. So that's only 40 years to keep in mind. So it's so fresh for us out here. I wanted to present you guys with some great shows, go into a little bit of detail about each, give you guys a little bit of direction. So if you yourself are listening to this, hi, welcome in. I want to give you something that you yourself can watch. Or if you have friends or family or coworkers or even a bum on the street that say, do you have any change? You could tell them I got anime. That's even better. You can give these to people to see them themselves open their minds to a little bit more of anime and also incorporate them to something outside of their normal realm which in my opinion i've said this before i will keep saying it to my dying day anime is the greatest form of entertainment and creativity because it does something nothing else can the storytelling the world creation the world building we can do these kind of things from a live streaming perspective and live adaptation but unfortunately you have to get invested to the 
actors, and then their acting has to be on par. The way the story progression has to be told correctly. They have to be able to curve their story depivoted on the sense of how these actors are derivative, and it's very important stuff. So, animation style, and anime particular, there is nothing holding it back. It is literally a blank canvas, and Bob's Ross ass is sitting there, painting us a happy little cloud next to a happy little tree with a escalating mountainside with snow dripping down it and he looks back at you and he's like well i didn't mean to make their little snow globe but you know there is no such thing as accidents there's just happy mistakes (laughs) i'm saying that's what anime is so let's get into the list today and so i have a bunch i'm going to give you with a couple of movies at the end too because let me tell you this my young kings and queens if you're dating somebody talking to somebody or romantically interested in somebody and they've never seen anime (laughs) i'll give you a little netflix and chill so let's begin with erased erased is probably if not undoubtedly the best 12 episode show around it is by far the greatest one season anime i've seen within a 12 episode spurt that breaks down every single thing that happens beautifully and i mean poetically and i'm talking about from the aspects of what you watch from the beginning to end it is captivating it is so freaking breathtaking that i was able to sit here and watch from every pivotal action and attribute of how this story was not only told how it unfolded how it progressed itself how it showed something from an aspect of a character line that has almost this kind of teleportation and time traveling ability to the exploration of world building character growth the infamy of how it introduces the villain in this arc and how it's a murder mystery but at the same time you're getting connected to this past to see how this young man actually went through his life to today and how going back into the past to solve this crime that happened right now ultimately ends up shaping and redirecting his life as a whole from the beginning it's unfreaking real so before i keep hyping it up let me give you a little bit of a backstory and tell you something about it so the story begins with our main character his name is satoru and satoru is more of a i would say an early age guy he looks like he's probably early 20 or late teens beginning of his 20s and he works for a pizza delivery service and looks like he's just kind of slow paced just going through his life well right away you notice that this young man is able to kind of go back through certain situations and maybe go back within just a few minutes hours and later you find out years to go back to a situation where he sees a driver maybe fall asleep or something happens and he's about to hit somebody so he goes a wall he goes back into the past a little bit to move forward to capitalize on this event to stop this guy from what he was doing to save these people and it's really cool right away that it grabs you with such a high um, velocity scene that you're like okay this anime means business this is definitely something dope that's about to happen so you see it play out you get introduced to his mother himself and something crazy happens happens to his mother i'm not going to spoil anything you need to watch it and see but when this event happens it spurs this crazy event where now the cops are looking for him he's actually looked for as the main suspect because he lives with his mom and it was just weird that he showed up to the house and something happened to her and so he has this event that takes him back to his childhood back when he is in elementary school and he goes all the way back into the past to now help this girl kayo that is actually from his past that something happened to her she went missing nobody knows what happened and so you get to see him now go back into the past holding on to all of his memories of the future and who he is but going back to a younger body of himself and trying to act like a child carry himself like a child and find out how he can help those around him and to figure out exactly what was the major events back from when he was a kid that led all the way up to where he was as a young adult and the untimely thing that happened to his mother pretty sure you already know what i'm saying about her but it doesn't matter it was in the first episode so when you see this happen and you go through back in the storyline and get to see all the secondary characters that are involved you're kind of playing a murder mystery role which i love by the way where you're sitting back and you're asking yourself okay well who is it who is the murderer who is the person that did this was it somebody that's a side character is it somebody that's close to him is it maybe somebody that we didn't even recognize is it somebody we've never seen before so you get so invested into this storyline and the progression of it it's so 
cute to see him as a young boy, to live this part of his life, to go back to his friends, his youth, and probably one of the most amazing time of any of our lives. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've been through, even if it was bad or good. Back when we're kids, it is the most, and it's supposed to be, the most innocent time of our lives because that is when nothing else matters. We are so simple with our mindset. We don't know nothing of the world, the problems of the world, money, taxes, debt, all of this uh, rat race, all of this bullcrap. We don't know nothing of it. All we know is the simplicity of my friends, getting my schoolwork done, going outside to play with them. What am I going to eat for dinner? I can't wait to watch my favorite show to play these new video games. That is the focal point of us as kids. And so when you see this, it reconnects you to it. But the best part is the storytelling behind it and the friendships with it and how awesome the story progresses. 12 episodes is all you needed for this show and it freaking slaps it is a banger and it is why to this day 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 day, i will proclaim on mount olympus itself with the gods from above and zeus and hermione and i don't know hermione is actually a wizard but it doesn't matter it's aphrodite herself are looking down at me as i yell at them in the clouds that short animes prevail over long animes it is truth if you can do something amazing in a short span over something that takes years and takes hundreds of episodes you've already won the game because i don't care about the bullshit of a long franchise i think it's a waste of time life is too short as it is if you can't tell me an entirety of a story within a hundred episodes i'll even give you that leeway bruh you are taking advantage of me there is no need for you to have this progressiveness of this crazy ass in-depth storytelling and whatnot we don't need it there are other people who are into that stuff it is all for you and my girl my boy have at it. That is all your forte. For myself, I want a short spurt of amazing and immaculate storytelling. I want you to captivate me within the first episode to make me grip to stay around for a season to two, maybe three or four, and you have me invested because people don't know this. Things can start to trail. Things can start to drift. Things get to start to become repetitive. It's why I'm not a big shonen guy. Shonens get too repetitive. They're too played out. That's why I like slice of life. I like fantasy based. I like things that are drama based. That kind of aspect because people can say, well, then let's play devil's advocate. Isn't it the same thing? It's a boy and a girl in high school. They fall in love. Yadi dadi da. No, obviously you watching the dumb stuff then because the shows I watch and I love, for example, Steins Gate, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Let's go to Violet Evergarden. Let's go back to Spice and Wolf. If you know what you're looking for and you have a good taste and an insight of what is actually creativity and the pivotal story writing and telling of a show, then you will exactly know what to look for. But unfortunately, most shonens are the same dumb crap. Rinse and repeat. It's a super powered, overpowered guy. He fights the first boss and kicks his ass, but no, there's a bigger boss, so it must go to training arc. Oh no, before this guy tournament arc. I'm biased, <laughs> as we all are, and don't take anything I say to heart. This is all for fun and enjoyment. This is entertainment for you non-entertainment people. I spice up my content and make it entertaining because do you literally sit there and you tell yourself, I eat chicken, rice, and broccoli. No ingredients. I put nothing on top of it. You're full of shit. You tell me you go eat a hot dog with just hot dog and bread? Nah, you putting condiments on top. You tell me you go to a restaurant and when you order food, you tell them, I don't want any spices on it, just straight raw chicken. You're crazy. Nobody does that. And if you do, you're crazy. (laughs) So that's why I think Erased deserves to be the first show that I mentioned, the first show that I bring to your attention because again, as I just stated for you, it is one season and 12 episodes. It will captivate somebody for the first time like never before. If you gave me this show and I have never watched anime before, even with my high expertise of entertainment now that I've gained throughout this industry and working in it within 10 years, I would have watched this show and sat back and said, holy guacamole, can I have another one, please? This was amazing. If this is what anime is, bruh, I've been sleeping. It is just like Stranger Things. I just started Stranger Things three weeks ago. I know it's not anime, but still, I was captivated because it's been a long time since I've watched a live-action series. That gripped me, and it was stunning. I loved it. This will do that. I promise you, if you haven't seen this show yourself yet, I don't care what you're watching. If you're on episode 755 of One Piece, stop it for a second. Jump into a race. It'll take you two, three days, maybe four tops to watch it, and you will freaking love it. I promise you, you will binge it, and it deserves to be the first one on this list. So let's continue, shall we? 
Why don't we go over now to something a little different? Because I needed to bring to someone's attention. Maybe they're a Shonen fan. Maybe they like action. Maybe there's somebody that actually loves history. And there's somebody that's so caught up with, oh man, you know, I love the Egyptian time. I love the pirates. I love the old things with ninjas. I even love Vikings. Oh, Vikings, you say? Well, why don't you vike yourself over this way, yeah? Because for Viking shows, yeah, I, sometimes I'll do random personalities just because I get into it. Just enjoy it and have fun with it. If you are looking for something for the Vikings, yeah, why don't I tell you about something called the Saga, the Vinland Saga, yeah? This one is very interesting, my friend. It's a total of one season so far with a second season mentioned to be coming out later this year or the end of this year or the beginning of 2023. 24 episodes and it is Flawless. Let me tell you, I'm going back. Vinland Saga is unfreaking believable, and it definitely gets the stamp of something that I would say is a breath of fresh air. It was so freaking revitalizing for myself because the seinen scene, the shonen scene, I got so tired of them because they're so overly repetitive for myself. New character, new skills, new little plot line, but the same kind of thing plays out. So for myself, I wanted something new. And I'm somebody that actually enjoyed a little bit of Game of Thrones when it came out because I love the history aspects. One of my favorite franchises is Lord of the Rings. I love Dungeons and Dragons. I've been in a couple adventures myself. I love creativity. I love being able to put myself into a fantasy realm to test my actual creativity and imagination. Vinland Saga does that crap on a level unfreaking match. You get thrown into this story right at the get-go. As soon as it opens up and you see these men, these are freaking men amongst man. Let me tell you, some yoked out dudes that are fighting to the death to accomplish themselves of finally finding someone who can kill them on the battlefield to be sent to Valhalla. That's how crazy these men were in their days. They literally were bred and yorned for freaking violence in every level we are so mad soft now as a society and men bro i don't care i'll speak for us as a whole we are wussified as men now we literally get into a slap we're like oh my god how dare you it's that crazy this is back when it was insanely passionate with war so it throws you into the first episode they're out in the middle of the ocean as it's snowing fighting a battle and you get introduced to this character his name is thors and thors let me tell you thors is already one of my top secondary characters of all time he's on a level of kamina for me and if you've ever seen gurin lagan and you know about kamina and what he did for simone the digger thors is goaded he is literally one of the top secondary characters and you get introduced to him in the first 15 seconds of this freaking show when you're seeing this battlefield so thors is going out there and he's having this amazing freaking fight scene where you're following him as he's chopping down people jumping from boat to boat going ace sap no rocky and just putting the beat down on everybody he's a demon of mayhem and you see him going crazy and this crazy fight that's within it and there's also this other character this giant mountain man named thorkill and he's invested in all this too and having his fights and you get to see this war scene play out and as thors is fighting he falls into the water and starts to sink to the bottom and lets go of his sword and then it like brings you in vinland saga and it takes you to a place far far away where it's snowing and you get to see thors again Again, and he's invested into this new village. He started this place. He has a son named Thorfinn and a daughter named Yva. And you see their lives out there. You see them growing. You see what they're going through. And he made this place of peace. And his son Thorfinn and most of the other ones out there too, they're all Vikings still. And so they're all fighting. They're practicing. They're yearning for war. And of course, they get their freaking wish. Somehow, the old kingdom that found out where Thor's is sent a battle brigade of people over to him and said, Thor's, why have you ran away we thought you were dead and he was like nay i am just sunbathing in the snow and so he basically gets drafted and they tell him it's up to you dog it's either you come with us and fight because the king's pretty pissed that you dipped out on him or we come back and destroy your whole village so you pick your case right so of course what does he do 
He makes sure to take everybody with him to go across the sea and to have this grand adventure. And before I even go past that, you actually have a little scene with him that it's like they find this guy that's out in the snow almost dying. He was a slave. And it shows you really quick how quick uh, it shows you really quick how much Thor's has shifted his mentality of being a bloodthirsty warrior to now almost a monk mentality where he's trying to find peace and serenity. And he has this quote that he says that a true warrior does not need to use a sword, which is beautifully said, by the way. It's pretty deep if you think about it. It's like saying a writer doesn't need a pen. It's like, what? What do I use? So he basically has this great scene. He gets sent out. He goes out to sea with some of his men and his son Thorfinn sneaks on board and you get to see them sail out and you get introduced to this character named Ashkelad. The reason I'm setting up just this first part for you is because Ashkelad is one of the greatest antagonists I've seen as well. Two of my favorite characters come from one show. That speaks volume. And let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, I've seen a lot of anime. Can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you. I think Ashkelad does something so pivotal in this anime because not only when something crazy happens to Thor's, the story progresses, Thorfinn is now re-embodied and has been possessed by the demon of revenge. You see the story unfold, the crazy battle scenes. You get introduced to a character named Canute, who is a prince from one of the kingdoms. You see everything progress. The best part about this show is when you see what Ashkelad does at the end of season one, my mouth dropped. I literally sat there and said, Holy mother of God, you are kidding me. This is how Game of Thrones should have ended. This is how you cap off a first season. And this, if you never gave me more to any more of this show, I would have sat back and said, bruh, I am chilling. Oh my God, though. Unreal. Unbelievable. This show did it right. This show, I'm telling you, if you are somebody who has never seen anime for the first time, you give them this show, they are going to be captivated because of the storytelling within it, the old aspects of a Viking side, which all of us are very much so. We're always questioning our past. We're always very interested in things that have happened before us. And then you give me a setting of something we'll never see again in our lifetime. It's intoxicating. I want to see something different besides demons and all this other stuff. And, you know, like just being reborn isekais i want something different this was it and this slapped i am telling you if you haven't even watched it yourself i know right now it's trapped in the amazon prime dungeon it's locked on their server but it's coming to netflix they're gonna give it a dub as well and the second season is coming out the end of this year do not sleep on this please your senpai gives both of these shows already his stamp of approval and says fire absolute filth so let's continue, shall we? So as I've given you these shows, why don't we touch on something that literally was just out in this recent spring season and has just completed the first part and the second part, since it's doing so phenomenally well and blew th- everybody's expectations out of the water and is so highly rated, it is literally the highest thing rated on Crunchyroll right now. I wouldn't even be surprised, honestly. I'm going to actually look it up as I'm talking to you. Let's type it in into the the computer and click on it. It has 83.7 thousand votes on Crunchyroll and still has an average rating of 4.9. Unreal to me. Unreal. I know it would have been below a 4.4 if they said something about One Piece. It happened to me. But it is called Spy Family and it just came out and this show, without a doubt, is by far the greatest hype right now. And this is undoubtedly showing you anime is blowing up. This is unfreaking real. I watched it. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I loved the story projection wise. The characters are so unique in their own sense. Lloyd Twilight, who is this master spy, one of the top tier ones in the entire world, and he has a mission to overcome an enemy force from their other nation that's trying to build up some secret intelligence to start this war between both nations. His job is to get into there, to infiltrate, to stop the war, to become friends with him, to find out everything, to halt it. And you know how he has to do that? He needs to start a family. So how does this guy do it? He's got to find a daughter. So what does he do? Goes to an orphanage and guess what he finds? Anya. Anya, a little telepathic girl that has the ability to read people's minds. Oh my God. You're telling me this little girl, who actually, by the way, 
Spy Family, I would probably argue, is probably one of the most cosplayed things right now. And if I went to Anime Expo, I probably would have saw a bunch of yours, which is the girl I'm getting to, by the way, who is a top-tier female anime character and how her look is. Anya, I have no doubt, not only is she a little girl, she is. we're, we're getting older now as we're getting uh, aging with time. So we have like adult money now, and I'm sure if some people have kids and they're still in anime and cosplaying. You dressing up your little girl as Anya, without a doubt. Her character is so cute. The voice acting is supreme on the sub side. They have such a beautifully done artistry with showing her different faces and her expressions and being able to bring it to life and seeing how she carries herself. Plus, she can read his mind and the wife's mind that I'm getting to at the uh, in a second. Her name's Yor. She can literally read Lloyd's mind. And this guy is always thinking 15 steps ahead and she loves spies. Her favorite show to watch is this spy show. So she's so, it just it's pure comedy. It is literally pure comedy to see how she handles herself with all of this. And then he has to find a wife. You get introduced to this character named Yor. And Yor is a master assassin. She is literally the top tier killing person they call herself the thorn princess because she used these two gold dagger like little spears shekels or whatever you want to call them icicles and it's unreal to see the three of them come together start a family all of them don't know each other's true identity. They have to get together because they all benefit from one another. They're able to get close. They're able to start a family to get Anya into this prestigious school of elegance and elegance. And it's so elegant. And that's probably one of my favorite old guys in this show. And you get to see now how they're so focused on making Anya a star student so she can get close to the kid of the main dude that they're trying to get close to. It is so unbelievably entertaining i haven't sat down in a long time besides this last season before this one which was the winter season where we had my dress up darling which was freaking flight by the way but i I wouldn't recommend it to first timers Uh, a little too much fan service at certain times but when you watch this show and you sit down for that first episode you will fall in love. The animation style is amazing. The intro song has this big band, this almost classical jazzy vibe to it. The character designs are breathtaking. The story and the plot development is superb. And when you see Anya, and she's a big focus towards the back half of this show, it is undoubtedly breathtaking there is a reason again that this anime got so much hype there's a reason why the manga was doing very well before the show even came out and there's a reason why since it's so new it is so publicized because it is carrying the way it shows how popular anime is and by the way if you're a new fan getting into anime the best thing you can do for a new fan is give them something they can talk about with other anime fans as well you don't want to give them some off the wall weird stuff that's going to overtake them or be too much to consume them that's why i say shorter are better than longer if you were to give them spy family and they watch the first 12 episodes instantly within that first week now they can talk to other fans they can literally go up to somebody bring up spy family and i bet you they've heard of it or seen it that's how amazing this is. You want to make people feel inclusive. A lot of people, unfortunately, they have FOMA. A lot of people have the fear of missing out. And a lot of people are scared to admit the things they like. That's why as time is now progressing and anime is becoming more publicized and it's more welcomed in our Western culture, we need to stand up and lead the way for them. We need to show them and guide them what to watch and what to enjoy. And so this is perfect on every attribute. It's a great show, great storytelling, amazing characters and it is something they can talk to others about it's unbelievable and i love the show i loved the first season i'm super excited for the second part that comes out in literally the fall season it's coming out later this year that's how amazing this is and that's how fast they pushed it out it gets my stamp of approval and proves anime is blowing up so now as we move forward this one i want to talk about holds a very special place in my heart. This is the anime I watched when I was getting back into anime that made me fall so deep in love with anime because the entirety of this show, from start to finish, there is never a dull moment. Every single thing that happens in this anime is perfectly told, extremely well-paced, the structure is phenomenal, the twist and turns and what it gives you from every single episode you go through is unfreaking matched This show, I could even argue, if you ask me what is the greatest anime you've ever seen and hits on everything, probably say this show. I could probably tell you that Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is the greatest show I have seen. 
from how the storytelling is done, the plot development, the underlining message behind of it, the MCs, the side characters, the antagonists, the buildup towards the end, everything it portrays from a human aspect, the life lessons involved within it, everything, oh my freaking God. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. There's two of them, by the way. Make sure you actually explain this to them or yourself if you haven't heard about this too. There's two types. The first one was Full Metal Alchemist. The ending of it and the direction of the show it goes, it's a lot different from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I would personally recommend you watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because it is more complete, the storyline is more progressive, and it is actually encompassed very well towards the end. Whereas the other one, which came out before this one, it gets a little bit weirder towards the end. It's a little bit darker, it's a little bit more sad, so I wouldn't recommend it because I want a good throughout full and full enjoyment. So... Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I would argue it's the GOAT anime. Just saying, out of everything I've seen, this one hits on a lot of stuff I need, and it's shorter as well. It's one full season, and it's 64 episodes. There's a dub and a sub. I recommend either way. They're both great. When you start on this show, and you first get introduced to Edward and Alphonse Elric, they are two kids who are very gifted with alchemy. And alchemy, which is the main focus of this show, it's based on the aspects of equivalent exchange. To get, you must give. Without giving, you cannot receive. It's basically the portrayal that they can create anything from something. So different people have different talents. And so Edward, who is basically more of the main MC, and then his brother Alphonse, Edward has the ability to where he can clap his hands, he can touch the ground, and he can basically create a staff out of dirt. He can create uh, spines, he can create hands, he can do any of that stuff. He's very gifted because most of these alchemists actually need the alchemy circle, the symbol. And most of them either have to draw it in the sand and then put their hand down to cast the alchemy or some actually like one of uh, my favorite characters in this as well. Roy Mustang actually has the ability to use fire alchemy. So what he does is he has gloves that he has the alchemy symbol, the actual seal on the back of his gloves. So every time he snaps, it creates fire and he just snaps his ass off and is just chucking fire bolts and just snap, 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 snap. It's so badass, by the way. So that's what's cool is these two main characters you get introduced and really quickly into the story, something happens to their mother and their mother passes. So they try to do something which is the ultimate sin within in this show they tried to commit blood alchemy to revive somebody from the dead and again you have to give to get so if you're trying to bring somebody back from the dead what do you think is going to happen what do you think you're going to give so edward and alphonse starts to do this they're both prodigies in this craft they're both extremely knowledgeable they've been studying they've been doing everything and then you come to find out because of their father vaughn and everything that's besides him and why it all starts to connect the dots and make sense but their dad is not in the picture the mom's dead they start to commit this thing they cast the spell they bring something back from the dead but it ain't their mother i'll just tell you that what ultimately ends up happening is alphonse loses his entire body and edward loses his arm because of it and in their rage in everything that's happening the mass panic edward is freaking out he casts another seal on this plate of armor that his dad left behind in the house to hold his brother's soul within the armor and in doing so it takes his leg away to bring his brother's soul back into the armor it is unreal how this story starts and the progression of the entirety of this story is now edward trying to not only get his brother alphonse his body backed but to return himself his arm and his leg so you get to see their grand adventure chasing these philosopher's stones finding out the deep-rooted issues with who is this character named father what are these deadly sins what is the mass government conspiracy behind all of it what the hell's up with fuhrer bradley and what's going on with everything inside of it is the good people really the bad people and the bad people maybe the good people it is so poetically told i'm somebody who loves something that challenges my morale i love somebody and a show that can challenge my viewpoints and what i see is actually interesting of something in a storytelling and a plot development especially if you can get me to sit back and look at my own life and be like bruh what is going on with this world what is going on within this world who the heck am i like that is something that is unbelievably well told it is an art form 
storytelling is poetic in so many variations of ways. And that's why I think if you can do it on such a pivotal setting like this, and if you throw somebody into an anime like this, bruh, you are literally not only making them peak anime culture and making them in a distinguished weeb out of the get-go, they're going to come back to you when it's done and look you in the face and say, I can't believe I've waited this long to watch anime. And you're going to look at them and say, I know, I tried to tell you, but you said, ha, I don't watch that nerd stuff. Uh Uh-huh, that's why you had a freaking Captain America shield on your chest, Poppy. (laughs) So make sure you do them a favor, make sure you do yourself a favor, and make sure you do me a favor, and make sure they freaking get on Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Unbelievable. Let's continue. I have some more for you. I'm getting really into these because I'm having fun. Let's say they're a fan of westerns. Let's say they're a fan of space. Let's say they love horses and cowboys and all that jazzy feel and something that's a good vibe. And they're like, you know what? I don't need a crazy story. I can have something that's a little bit more maybe episodic that kind of, you know, has fun along the way. Something like Seinfeld, you know, something like Frasier, something like anything that we've watched, Family Guy. You know, it's just there's a purpose behind it, but it's kind of like random as it goes on. Okay, what if I gave you Cowboys? in space, in an episodic vibe, with one of the coolest soundtracks and scores you'll ever hear, and it's basically one of the greatest animes you can watch. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Space Cowboys, baby. It is only one season, 26 episodes, and this is pristine culture. You are going to sound like a legit weeb if this is the first and only anime you've seen, and you walk up to some buddies and you're like, hey man, y'all have seen Space Cowboys? You ever heard of Cowboy Bebop? They're going to be bruh, you seen Cowboy Bebop? I mean, just be careful because then they're going to think you're a little bit more distinguished than you are, but it is so good because this will hook you instantly. When you get introduced to Spike Spiegel, Jet Black, Faye Valentine, Edward, and Ayn, the group of these space cowboys, these banditos that go around the universe trying to collect bounties to try to find their ultimate way of surviving and finding out who the heck is attacking Spike. Why is everything going on? Who is vicious? Why is he so vicious? Who is this blonde bombshell named Julia? What is her relationship with Spike? It is such a fun ride. And personally to myself, this production company and the writer and everything as well, they not only did Cowboy Bebop, they also did Samurai Champlo. I personally love Samurai Champlo over Cowboy Bebop, but I would say from a first-time viewership, Cowboy Bebop will hit them a lot harder than Samurai Champlo will. I think Cowboy Bebop does a great job of making an easy-to-story follow line, makes it an easy-to-follow storyline, makes the story very non-convoluted, very easygoing. There's some fun side stories that always happen. You can get very attached to these different characters and follow along with the progression of the story. You can have fun with how they all grow together, how they're trying to survive. And then as it progresses more towards the end of the story, you start to understand, okay, Spike has a connection to this vicious guy. Okay, there's like a group of people that are chasing him. Okay, this Julia chick maybe had a very intimate relationship with him. You get to see everything come together. You find out about Faye Valentine. I know a lot of people simp over Faye. I don't think she's that attractive personally. I'm not into the short hair girls, especially her when she's more of like a ditzy, kind of like almost a stuck upish kind of girl. I don't like the high maintenance kind of women and she seems like that kind of type to me, but you know, everybody teaches their own. It's a great watch. I have nothing negative to say about this show. I've watched it multiple times now. I've watched this with multiple new fans. One of them, his name's Chipper, by the way. We watched it. He loved it. It's his favorite anime, even though he's watched a bunch now. It will pass the smell test. They will definitely love it, and they will get involved to it rather quickly. And the best part is, too, you're going to be able to either rewatch it with them or talk to them about it. So it's a great time. So now let's say... What if they're into superheroes? What if they love the superhero craft, but they've never given anime a chance? So you're like, okay, I got something for you. Throw them One Punch Man. One Punch Man is a satire on superheroes on a god-tier level. The animation style, the fight scenes behind it, getting introduced to Saitama himself, and seeing how Saitama is the most average looking guy you would ever meet in your life which by the way i actually just recently find out that uh the caped baldy saitama is actually takes his inspiration off of anpon man which is actually a huge child superhero in japan and was the actual number two leader of the anime franchises that made like 60 billion dollars it was unbelievable to me but i was yoked to find that out and the best part about this show is 
it's not meant to be taken serious. That what is is so fun about it. You literally have this guy, Saitama, who is now perfectly bald, looks like your average dude that you see on the street, isn't crazy muscular, nothing like that. And he literally says he did 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and ran every day, and then made sure to never use AC in the summertime. That's the most (laughs) crucial part of the entire story. And it turned him into the strongest man alive. And you know what he's chasing? He is trying to find somebody who can stand up against him. Because anybody he fights literally dies with one punch. The whole show begins with this crazy piccolo-looking dude, but he's like a purple alien bug that's destroying the world, wreaking havoc to the city. Saitama comes up, listens to his whole spiel, and just pops him with one punch. And you get thrown into this story. You see all of these crazy villains, all of these amazing superheroes. There's Class S, there's Class A, there's Class B, and there's all of these amazing heroes with their own type of skills, their own abilities of what they can do, their tier settings, and you get to be thrown into this amazing story and see it play out and it's so cool because the first season is just basically getting you introduced to Saitama how strong he is seeing how incredible this world building is and then the second season they actually introduce you to this new character his name's like Garu and he's like this white-haired guy that is now the antagonist in the second season and you can see how this guy basically is like the ultimate counter if you've ever seen records of Ragnarok he is basically like Adam and can full counter anybody's abilities and stuff it is so cool cool and the story itself it's a ride the humor is top tier you get introduced to this robot guy whose name's genos and he basically is the padawan to saitama but genos is an s-class hero he tests into the best where saitama tests into like c-class so he's trying to climb his way up the whole ladder system but the best character i've seen in it which is so cool is moomin rider he's this guy that just rides a bike he's a normal dude but he wants to be a hero and save people the story is so inspirational. They will love it. They will be captivated by it. The Saitama himself and Genos, their back and forth is comical. Seeing Saitama be this just bland, boring guy, but he gets excited whenever he thinks he can actually let loose a little bit and have fun fighting, but he can never do it because nobody can handle him. It's just, it's so fun. It is the perfect satire for a superhero, and it is my favorite superhero anime I've seen to date. It is unreal. It is unfathomably one of the best times I've had where I've sat down and I'm cracking up in the middle of the night watching a superhero anime. Like, it's just unmatched. I promise you, if you give this to one of your buddies that loves superheroes or just a fan of some comedy aspects in general, they will love it. So I got a couple quick ones here before I let you guys go for the night. So another one that's a newer one, it got the craziest hype behind it. It's the number one selling anime movie of all time. It broke box office records. It is captivating. The animation style is, if not the best, one of the top tier ones you'll see with a combination of 2D and 3D animation styles. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer should be literally labeled your animation porn hub. It has everything you could ask for from an outside perspective of somebody who just wants to get involved with some crazy simple storyline of Tanjiro, his sister Nezuko-chan. They get attacked by one of these main demons, which is, I call his name, you know, Michael Jackson, but other people would say, it's not Michael Jackson. Give him the respect he deserves. So I'll give him the respect he deserves. His name is Muzan, but he's just basically Michael Jackson as a vampire, and so he kills all Tanjiro's family. Tanjiro now has the ability to become a demon slayer, and so he does to avenge his family and to stop Muzan from ruining other people, and then you get to see how he's trying to revert his sister Nezuko-chan from being a demon back into a human, and the whole story when you get introduced to the Hashiras, and then the whole story behind it. It's very easy. It's simple to follow. There's nothing deep about it. I could even argue it's more kiddier than anything because of how the storyline moves forward, and when you get introduced to his other groups of Inosuke and Zenetsu, and you see how they're all connected in the story that they go with together and these crazy fight scenes with these other demons. It's very simplistic. There's nothing very crazy about the storyline. It's a fun, easy watch. Anybody from any age can watch it and enjoy it. And I've even personally said that this is a great first anime for people to watch because, again, it's not convoluted. It's not etchy. It's not super fan servicey. It's very straightforward. Tanjiro is one of the purest hearts you'll ever see. You'll fall in love with him and his sister. 
you see how they move forward within this now progression of trying to fight these demons and how they get stronger so they have to get stronger it's your typical shonen in a sense but it has a very easy straightforward story and a lot of people love demons they love the aspect of these ninjas that's how they fight is like with their old school katana blades and they're fighting against these demons it's a fun watch it's very simplistic i highly recommend it i've never heard somebody new getting into this that watched it that didn't like it so it's definitely an easy way for them to get very much so thrown into the mix and they'll be able to talk with so many people about it because it's huge demon slayer is huge it's the number one selling anime movie of all time I'm literally wearing a Rengoku shirt, by the way, right now, too, so I had to, you know, shout out the show. <laughs> Another one, and this is my personal favorite, this is literally the master chess game, Death Note. Death Note is un matched. It is one of my favorite animes. It is in my top 10 list because you get introduced to a man. His name is Light Yagami. Light Yagami is a prodigy, one of the smartest kids in Japan, and he has this initiative of wanting to do more, of doing more with the world. He looks around and sees how humans are corroding. We are a parasite to this world. We're destroying it. We're just deterring it. We're making it turn into such a cesspool, and he can't fathom why so many people are so comfortable living in with this rat race, these criminal these villains and he is just sickened by the world and bored of it quite frankly because nothing challenges him well what if something fell from the sky it was a black booklet and it said death note on it he picks it up he reads it and it says he who writes this name in this book if he has the name of the person and the image of their face in his mind they will die of a heart attack within 60 seconds or whatever it is right well light as i said has a very interesting view of the world and he's very bored. So he tries it out and come to his chagrin, it actually works. So you get thrown into a story now where this young man gets swallowed by this new power he has gotten to the sense now where he feels like the chosen one and he almost develops, and he actually does, a God complex of wanting to now cure the world of all evil, making everyone scared that if they do harm that he can now punish them from anywhere in the world and he wants to create a utopia and be the God, the new king leading all of it. Well, uh, it's not going to go how he expects and you get introduced to Ryuk, which is a death god. And there are literal death gods that have death notes, and that is what the humans get from their world, the Shimigami world, and they now have this whole story that plays out with him against the smartest detective of all time, Sherlock Holmes. No, it's not. The smartest detective of all time who's named L. And it's the battle of Kita, which is the alter persona that Light Yagami builds is Kita versus L. And this master of chest and the big brain chicken game they play with each other is masterfully told. I was at the edge of my seat loving the score, the music, the characters, the goth vibe behind it, the grunge feel, the darkness of seeing how much light will get consumed by this death note if he actually accomplishes it and creates a utopia by punishing the wicked and basically passing judgment because now he believes it's his purpose to. It's so dope. I would have never expected myself to fall in love with this type of show as much as I did. It was breathtaking. It was so five-palm stuff. I turned into a six-palm guy myself when I'd walk downstairs and I played the music behind me and I'm like, if I walk outside this room and I don't do it by 5.7 seconds, they will see that something's off. And if I walk down the street and I don't actually have a longboard with me, they will think something's weird as they always know I'm longboarding. But what if in factuality, I want to throw them off because then it throws them off my tail of doing something that they would have thought I would have doing otherwise if I didn't have my longboard with You know, like it's crazy. You literally change your persona and you want to see what happens. You're rooting for Kira in a weird way of saying, like, can he accomplish this? Is he able to make the change in the world? Will L stop him? Can he overcome L? And it's, oh, breathtaking. It's a total of one season and 37 episodes. And I promise you, it is beautifully told, beautifully written. I can't wait to get the entire manga series myself. And I loved it. It even have a, had a spinoff show called Platinum End from the same producers and writers. I watched it. The starting premise of it was dope, but I fell off because it kind of got boring with everything too, but I highly recommend it. And the last one on this list, I'll give you one more because I haven't hit a comedy note yet. Ghost Stories. Only dubs, baby. Only dubs. This was an anime made in 2000 when they sent over everything for the English side for them to start the English dub over. The voice actors and the producing staff never received any scripts. So they were basically told point blank, 
have fun. Just make sure that when you're talking, it matches with their lips moving and just have fun with it. Just make it entertaining because, well, at this point, we just want to make sure we can kind of make sales and just have a field day with it. Do whatever and whatever you guys want. So 22 years ago was a different time. 22 years ago, PC culture was not as big as it is now. So back then, if for the purposes of comedy, they were saying some outlandish stuff. I'm talking about the top of the top. I was watching this rolling. I couldn't believe it. I was literally five episodes in. It's a total of one season, 20 episodes. I was rolling. These voice actors had a field day. It reminded me when I was a kid, I would turn off the volume to the TV and I would voice everybody that's in front of me. The female voices, the man's voices, but Francesca, I love you. Oh, Roberto, I don't want you to go, Roberto, but I must, Francesca. I must go. I would have so much fun with it. So to see voice actors, in a sense, doing the same thing because they can't hear, understand what they're saying and just making their own storyline behind it and their own alter personalities and making it so comedic genius. I am telling you, if you give this to somebody who has an open mind, who loves comedy and is very open and willing to watching something different, they are going to have a blast. I, to this day, Love it with all my heart. It is one of the best stories I've seen. It's super easy to follow, super simple. These kids in school, some crazy hauntings start happening. A like ghoulish demon gets stuck in the body of a cat, so it's trying to unlock itself. So you're following along, but find out like this main girl, her mother was like a witch, or kind of did like some seances stuff, and like she was able to like control these demons and stuff. So now they're all coming out. So you follow along the story. It's like a Scooby Doo vibe, but with like uh, demons and stuff like that. It's not as dark as you think it is. It's completely comedical because when you watch it on the dub side, it is going to make you laugh your ass off go into it with an open mind and enjoy it and i highly recommend if you give this to somebody for their first time watch it with them you are going to roll i can watch it every single time and it'll always be like my first time so those are a bunch i wanted to give you and of course as i teased as well if say you're on a date night or you have a lady over or a guy over or maybe just your family you guys are trying to find something to do as a whole these are a couple movies I'm going to mention quickly for you. Either Your Name, which is Makoto Shinkai's his greatest work so far. I'm excited for his new work coming out. It's a simple story about love and like a Freaky Friday thing. Your Name is amazing. A Silent Voice, which I think is the greatest anime movie I have ever seen and is so iconic. You guys will love it. It hits on so many different things. Or honestly, just look up any Studio Ghibli movie. Anytime Studio Ghibli has done a movie, I literally pulled up their whole IM DB like listing of all the 22 movies I believe that they've done so far and every single one has a score that's in the green for their meta score except for Tales from Earthsea for some reason that didn't rate so well so don't worry about that one but every other Studio Ghibli movie go watch it I'm sure you will have a great time I mean just a couple off the top of my head a Spirited Away Grave of Fireflies Princess Mononoke My Neighbor Totoro Ponyo I mean, you guys want Howl's Moving Castle. I'm sure you guys will have a great time. And so that's why I thought, what better way than to do a show early on within my podcasting career here with you guys as your anime senpai than to give you some guidance, to show you my anime knowledge, and to make you guys become your own senpai in your own lives because we are going to have more and more people coming up to us and wanting to know about anime. We're going to constantly have more people we're introduced to or we meet within life's adventures or we talk to online or on my TikTok pages, whatever it may be in my lives. There are going to be so many people that are going to want guidance guidance and there's no better way to do it than to do it right if somebody comes over from a different country and they want to try good food you ain't gonna send them to jack-in-the-box you're gonna take them somewhere good you're gonna show them what america has to offer you're gonna take them to like in and out if you want a fast food place to get them a burger the style that we do best out here or to like some good hispanic spots that are like a mom and pop shop and get them some mexican food i'm telling you we are gonna do it right all these shows i gave you are bangers if you haven't seen any of these yourself get on all of these i just gave you some great recommendations to watch and by the way let's continue to grow our minds let's continue to further those coming into this craft and to help and guide them your anime senpai trusts in you and that's why i'm so glad to have you guys here with me Woo! ranting for an entire hour they're actually kind of 
took a little uh, wind out of my chest. I had to stop to drink some water there. That was actually quite well done, Alex. I'm proud of you. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here for this episode. And as we tease ahead, I would like to have fun with this next episode as well. Why don't we do the history of anime? Because I have spent a good amount of time looking into the beginning of anime, the progression of it, where it has gone over all of these years, over the past 120 years. I want to shine some light on it and I want to educate all of us because because now not only did I give us some great shows that we can give anime viewers for their first time, the normies, and we can help convert them, now I'm going to make you sound like a genius. I'm going to make you sound like you have five ballpoint pens and your little pouchel, your satchel, your little uh, your fanny pack with your glasses on, your tucked-in shirt. I'm going to make us sound so smart and on point. I was not only fascinated with the stuff I found, but it's going to make for great conversation because who doesn't want to know more about our past? Who doesn't want to know more about the thing and stuff we love so dearly? Why wouldn't we want to be more educated on it? And I'm going to make it entertaining because it's me. Like, come on. It's going to be a great time. So next week, you can look forward to the history of anime. And I love you guys so much. And I thank you for staying a while and listening. So if you haven't yet, and if you're new to the show, please go to any platform that you're listening to this show on right now and leave me a review and a rating it helps me grow it helps the traction of the show i put my heart and soul into every single day making anime tiktok content i'm going to start doing instagram content now making these podcasts for you guys youtube videos all i ask in return is your love and support that's it i don't need nothing else from you guys you simply spending 10 to 15 seconds writing a comment or leaving me a review and finding these trolls that are my biggest fans hi haters Thanks for coming back. I love you guys for it. Let's continue to grow this brand. I'm glad you guys are here as my day ones before this blows up because I have big plans. I have a lot I want to accomplish and I want to take you guys with me. So thank you so much. Thank you for loving me. I love you guys back. Follow on all major platforms. I have a link tree on anything you guys go to so you can follow all of them. And I'm so excited for what is to come moving forward. So again, happy 4th of July. If you're listening to this on a Monday, make sure you don't blow your hands off because I wouldn't want you to be on that 1,500 people who hurt themselves on the 4th of July. Cook some good food, eat some barbecues, drink a beer or a Capri Sun, whatever you like, and enjoy each other and the company and love anime. Make sure you guys watch something new for the first time that you haven't watched in a long time and always come back for some more entertainment next week. Anime Senpai! Out! Senpai!